Hey friends! I hope you're doing well and taking care of yourselves and the people and pets and plants that are important to you. You, you ever have a, a tater tot casserole? I haven't. Uh, of, of course I've had tater tots. I love tater tots. But uh, for some reason this past week I, I went down a Google image search rabbit hole and found myself looking at photos of tater tot casserole. I, I guess some people make it for breakfast and they layer eggs and cheese and sometimes bacon and or sausage over the tots. Now, now I, I don't eat meat myself, but I definitely be down to try a tater tot casserole made with eggs and cheese and even like chives and bell peppers. I have to imagine it would probably be good with a dollop of sour cream on the top, you know? Uh, but I digress. This is by no means a food-based podcast. No, no, you're, you're listening to the People Are the Enemy podcast, and I'm your host, Andy Mascola. Welcome! If you've heard the show before, you most likely know what to expect. If you're a brand new listener, however, let me take a moment to show you around. I've been faithfully recording and releasing a new episode of this fine program at least once a week for just over three years now. I'm proud to say that last month was the show's best month in terms of listenership. For the first time ever, People Are the Enemy had over 1,000 episode downloads in a single month. Now, I, I'm not a stand-up comedian, and I, I'm not an actor or any kind of known-named person. I'm, I'm just a middle-aged guy living with his family in New England. Now, that, that being said, I do have a side hustle. In addition to being a senior music journalist for Surviving the Golden Age, I'm also the author of eight self-published novels. And, and while there are no ads on the People Are the Enemy podcast, and there's no Patreon set up for it, if you love this show and you'd like to contribute to it and myself monetarily and get yourself some fine literature, I will encourage you to buy one or all of my books. I write in a variety of genres, and all my stories can be purchased worldwide via Amazon in both paperback and ebook formats. You can find them by searching my name, Andy Mascola. Now, if you don't use Amazon, you can find most of my books in paperback format at barnesandnoble.com. Thank you for your consideration. If you've already purchased any or all of my books, I sincerely appreciate your generous patronage. Oh, forgive me, new listeners. You're probably wondering what the hell this podcast is about. Well, well sometimes I talk with a creative person I'm interested in. Sometimes I'll do a funny bit. Uh, sometimes I'll read you a story I wrote. And sometimes I just monologue about my life and books and music and movies I've enjoyed recently. And sometimes I'll even do the show while taking a bath, honestly. Anyway, I, I hope you love what you hear. I hope you subscribe and listen regularly. There are over three years' worth of episodes for you to explore. Thank you so much for your time. And with all that out of the way, here's the quirky theme song. People Are the Enemy listeners, this is episode 161 of the People Are the Enemy podcast. Thank you so much for checking it out. 
Holy moly, I am so excited because today we have an amazing guest. I'm talking to Michelle with one L. Now, for those who don't know, in addition to being the host of the show Feelings, which can be heard every Tuesday between 12 p.m. and 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern Standard Time on America's longest-running, completely listener-supported freeform radio station, WFMU, Michelle is also FMU's assistant general manager and the station's e-commerce director. Now, if you don't know Michelle from her show Feelings, you may know her as one half of the WFMU show Shut Up Weirdo, where, along with Frangry, she hosted the Friday Night Call-In Talk program from July 2012 to just this past August. Also, in case you weren't aware, Shut Up Weirdo was named one of Oxygen Network's seven best female-driven podcasts of 2015. Now, as I mentioned... WFMU is 100% completely listener-supported. You can pledge money to the station anytime, and I encourage you to do so. But I'd especially encourage you to get involved between March 6th and March 21st, as that is the window for FMU's annual fundraising marathon this year. At that point, the station will have on-air DJ team-ups, and they'll be giving away cool prizes. And by pledging certain amounts, you can... Get great swag, like stickers and t-shirts and DJ-curated CDs and vinyl. I, I pledged every year since at least 2005. I believe in WFMU. It makes my life better. Now, if you don't already listen, I encourage you to do so. And without any further ado, let's talk to our guest, Michelle. Hello, Michelle. Call Michelle, are you there? Yeah, you basically did all my work for me. I know! Pitch, you know, so. I, was, I was thinking that when I was, like, writing it. I thought... This will make either make her happy or really annoyed that I've, <laughs> that I've laid all this out in advance. It pleased me. Oh, good, good. I'm glad to hear that. Thank Michelle, thank you so much for taking time to talk with me. I know you're a busy person, and uh, I'm a huge fan of your show feelings, so this means a lot. Thank you so much. It's really fun to do the show. I have a question for you. Please. Do you ever call your podcast Pate for short? For yes, sometimes I do, yes. I think it's funny. I think it's funny, too. I like that. Anyway, if that was, was my one and only question for okay, you. Okay, that's all right. That was, a, that was a good one. You know, it's if a lot of folks sometimes ask, like, how did the show get its name? Because it's a, it's, it's a terrible name, really. Well, you seem so positive, and it's, like, kind of has a negative connotation. I suppose, it. yeah. It's a bit ironic that way, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, are, Michelle, are you home right now? I am home. Where is home for you? Brooklyn, New York. Right on. Right on. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but... Given the circumstances regarding the pandemic, WFMU has managed to stay on the air and has continued to have live DJs via remote setups. Is that correct? Yeah, we're actually one of the few community radio stations who didn't have to close down during the pandemic, and we're very, very proud of that. So because we have an emergency alert system and we're a community radio station, we're considered an essential service, and therefore we were allowed to stay open, but there's only five of us holding down the fort now so it's exhausting wow. and all the djs have set up their systems from home and i think that's been rigorous for them as well but it's definitely been worth it we've de we've heard from the listeners that it's really been a lifesaver to have us around so that's always uplifting yeah absolutely i i, I can speak for myself i absolutely appreciate it you guys are always there it's fantastic now did, did you end up having to do feelings from home uh, only actually la two weeks ago for the snowstorm, but mm. not at all during the pandemic because I was there with Ken and Matt and Olivia and the rest of the staff. Joe just 
we have to stand in front of the board and board operate everyone else's show while they phone it in. Mm-hmm. So we're just there all the time in addition to all our other work. So it's been a lot. Do you prefer to do the show in the studio? Yes, 100%. I'm sure. I'm sure. You've got everything right there. And it feels more real. Yeah. And we have a huge, giant record library that would make anybody jealous. So to be able to pull from that and stuff that's not on Spotify or anywhere else on the internet is just part of the fun of it. For sure. For sure. Michelle, I, I was hoping you could you could talk about how you first discovered F- WFMU and came to work at the station. I discovered FMU probably over 15 years ago at this point, and it's actually my 10th anniversary of being there at all. So I oh, came happy through anniversary. the door for the first time, January 2012. Happy no, anniversary. No, 20, 2011, I guess it would be. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and I got introduced from it from an ex-boyfriend who's from New York and had listened to it pretty much his whole life. And he turned me on to it, and I got addicted immediately, immediately. And I was like, I have to go there. I have to help. I have to volunteer. I had heard um, Shut Up Weirdo because they had another host before then. And I just sat there and listened to it in my car once, and I was like, this should be my show, and I need to meet this person, and I need to go to FMU. And so I went and started volunteering, and I felt like Franny was my kindred spirit in a weird way. Um, our friend's daughter, cause you know, her and I are both kind of sassy. Sure. And our friend's daughter said, Franny and Michelle are best friends, even though they don't want to be. <laughs> <laughs> so then, yeah, we just hit it off. I ended up being her co-host and the show for some reason really was a huge hit, which was pretty fun and exciting. That's awesome. Great. Thank so you. So I showed Thank up, I told Ken I'm smart and I'm never leaving. And that's what happened. And I slowly clawed my way to the top. Wow, good for you. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's a dream job. Michelle, since uh, June of 2019, your show Feelings has been a regular part of WFMU's program schedule. As I mentioned, I love this show. Thank you. You're welcome, you're welcome. Thank you for doing it. I I do my best to listen live every Tuesday. I always get hip to great music, new and old, and your between-set banter is always lively and often very funny. <laughs> did, you, did you have to pitch the concept for Feelings? And, and if so, what was the pitch like? No, I didn't have to pitch the concept. I had done some music fill-ins throughout my time there, so I when Shut Up Weirdo ended, I decided I wanted to do a music show, so I just put in for that, and I was lucky enough to get one because there's a lot of competition getting spots um but ken had heard already me doing music fill-ins and knew what my show was about and he knows what i'm about so i was i was blessed in that sense very cool very cool on, on your show feelings you play songs you refer to as jammers jammers yes michelle what is a jammer a jammer is a long jam but there's something very special about it it's almost something that you can't explain it's something that you just feel and it's just been really fun saying the word over and over again. And I just love a long jam. Sometimes we call it hippie bullshit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of a feel-good jammer with lots of an amazing guitar and some noodling and just a lot of fun. So, And the, the listeners have really, really clung on to it as well. So we always say, it's a jammer. It's a jammer. There's You play so much great new music. I was wondering how you... How do you screen the new music, and how do you how do you find it? Because it seems like you you're able to pull up some really esoteric stuff. There's a lot of times you'll play something that that 
I thought like I'd be I was the only person in the world who heard the song or knew the artist. How do you how do you find you discover music yourself? A lot of it I do through the library. So we have a music director who gets music from labels in and she comes through it and puts them in the new bin and we go through that. And I spend a lot of time on Bandcamp and Spotify to some extent, just looking for new things and going down holes where it's, if you like this person, you'll like this person. Or if I know a certain band, I'll look into them and see what other bands they've been in. But a lot of it is just recommendations from labels I love. And the past year, because of the pandemic, Artists haven't been able to tour, so they've been putting out a lot of music and a lot of fantastic music. So, you know, it's hard to, like, look on the bright side, but if you had to, that'd be one of the good things that came out of this, I think. For sure. Um, there's also just a huge record library, so I go through that, and there's, you know, it's it's insane. I love the novelty section, and we have bins of 45 records, so I've been slowly making my way through those alphabetically. Yeah, you it's really some... exciting to find something. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, I was going to say, I, you know, I really enjoy that part of the program. I think you've been able to, to unearth some great hidden gems through the, those seven inches. Yeah, it's really fun and stuff I've never heard where I'm just like, my mind is blown and I can't wait to share it. That's so it's cool. Such a, yeah, it's a really good feeling right to on. Find, find a gem. Right on. Michelle, your, your between-set banter is sometimes my favorite part of your show. Uh, many really? Your... It's so embarrassing. Is it really? You're embarrassed it's by so it? It's so personal. It is personal. I think that's why coming. I love it. I think that's I think that's part of the charm. It's so personal. And I was going to say, many of the anecdotes are very personal. Are you ever worried about sharing too much? Yeah. Sometimes when the show's over, I'm like, oh, man, I can't believe I said that. <laughs> Some of it's cool, though. Like, I've gotten a lot of emails. Like, it's good the way you talk about, you know, depression or anxiety, like, and just are so normalized about it because there's so much stigma in our culture about it still, which is surprising. But mm. so I've gotten cool emails like that or just like I had such a bad day and you made me choke on my ham sandwich when you said that. So thank you so much <laughs> for, like, lightening up my mood. That's so, great. I mean, I feel like. There's nothing I can do about it, so I might as well embrace it. No, I think I think that's one of the best parts of the show. I think it's uh, your 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 um, authenticity is uh, it really shows through in these uh, between set moments, and it's 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 definitely. If I can't be the only one who enjoys it, and obviously I'm not. Uh, it sounds like uh, other folks, uh, other regular listeners, love it too. But I'm glad you do that. Uh, Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, Michelle, one segment on your show that I, I also enjoy and look forward to is called a is a recent addition. It's the Gimme Gimme Guilty section. Yes. Where you play a, a, a song a listener considers a guilty pleasure. Mm-hmm. Now, now do, you, do you have a guilty pleasure song yourself? Oh, I have so many. I'm such a loser and a nerd. I played <laughs> some of them on, on the show. You think there's such a thing as a guilty pleasure or is it just pleasures? I do. I really do. And I think that a lot of the DJs disagree with me. I did a whole guilty pleasure show last October. Mm -hmm. and I had a lot of different DJs comment on it, whether or not they believed in guilty pleasures and presenting their guilty pleasure song, and I'd say they were split, but the DJs who did not believe in a guilty pleasure were, like, very passionate about the fact that it did not exist. Mm. I always think, like, if I had to listen to this song in front of a boy I was sweating, would I feel embarrassed? And that's, like, my... (laughs) My gauge. That's a good gauge. Yeah. 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 Excellent. Excellent. 
Michelle, as I mentioned in your intro, this year's fundraising marathon at WFMU is March 6th through March 21st. And all, all the FMU DJs have created a premium to incentivize listeners. And this year, the DJ premium for feelings is a CD called NSF WFMU. Correct. Can, can you describe what listeners who pledge at a premium level to your show can expect to hear when listening to this CD? Um, I tried to put a lot of unexpected things in it. I know right away it sounds like it's going to be erotic or sexy or a lot of curse words. But one thing I've gotten feedback on on my show is a lot of listeners have said, when my coworker heard me listening to this, they were like, what the hell is that? Or <laughs> I had to turn this down when I saw my boss coming. So it's more just like, it's some stuff with bad words that I can't really play on the air and some like oohs and ahs and sexy, weird novelty things. And then just some songs that maybe just have the word shit in them that I couldn't play. Like I found um, a 45 of one of Cat Power's first bands. Where wow. she was Yeah, just different. And But she says the word shit on it, so I can't play it in right. full on the air. So it's little gems like that. I'm trying to find a lot of things that aren't easily accessible to make it special. Very cool. Very cool. And I just love saying NSFWFMU. Yeah. <laughs> it rolls off all right, right? Very yeah. nice. Very nice. Now, I, I also mentioned those DJ team-ups that WFMU does during their, their marathon, the two-week marathon. Uh, do, you, do you know yet which DJs you'll be teamed up with during the two weeks of the marathon? Yes, and I'm thrilled. So, Joe Magasco of Surface Noise, which is on Mondays, will be my co-host the first week. And then Olivia, our music director and um, star of Radio Ravioli, will yes. be my co-host the second week. And then I'm co-hosting for Ken which is going to be really fun, station manager Ken, and Evan Funk Davies, and I'll be co-hosting the finale, which is really fun. So I think I'll be doing a lot, and I love pitching. A lot of DJs really hate pitching. Yeah. So they're, and I love to, and Shut Up Weirdo love to pitch. So I'll talk until the cows come home about how amazing FMU is and how we need people's help to keep it going. Yeah, I think, it, you know, it's, 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 you're obviously very passionate, and you've you've mentioned more than once while I've listened to, to Feelings how much you love the station, and uh, it really shows. And I think I can see how it would be easy to to talk, uh, you know, passionately about something that that you love, you know. So yeah, that's great. it's just so important to me. But I can also understand, you know, on the other side of things, how like uh, uh, somebody might be more reserved in terms of uh, in terms of trying to push push uh, folks to to open their wallets. You know what I mean? Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, they want to play their music, and that's exactly what we're there to do and not be forced to do things we don't want to do but everyone understands the importance of making the money sure right on but if that's why it only lasts two weeks we don't we're not like an npr station that every commercial break because we don't even have commercials is asking you to support the station we do it in two weeks we try and make it really really fun we give away a ton of prizes and hopefully the listeners have a lot of fun listening to it and remember why they love the station very cool, very cool. Yola Tango will be doing a live thing for us where they play covers that listeners request, and that's on the 13th, and that's going to be really fun. Yeah, that's always a great, great time, too. Do you know who's going to be, what show's going to be hosting that uh, that set this year? Yes, Toddophonic Todd's show. So it'll be Saturday at 3 o'clock on March 13th. Excellent. All right, very good, very good. Yeah, I know they always, they always pick a show or... So I don't know how that works, but it's always sort of along the same lines of, of that that type of music, obviously. You know. So. Yeah, they usually do it with um, Todd and Gaylord Fields as MCs because they've all been friends forever. I actually think 
they might have all been roommates at one point a long, long time ago. You mean you mean Yola Tango and uh, Tadafonic Todd and Gaylord Fields? I think Ira was roommates with them like 30 years ago, unless I made that up in my mind. Oh, that sounds so cool. If I'm Even if I made it up, it's nice to think about it. <laughs> I'm hoping that was okay to say. Yeah. I don't even know if it's true. I hate it when I don't know if I'm lying or not. Yeah. <laughs> do oh, I, well. You know, I guess, I guess this isn't a question I had written down, but I'm just thinking about now. Do 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 you find all the DJs get along? And you don't have to get into details if you don't want to, but do they get along with each other pretty well? Not everyone, no. Yeah. There's so many different kinds of personalities there, which is why it's so amazing. It's incredibly eclectic. A lot of people think the station should be one thing. Some people think it should be another. It's been described as a dysfunctional family a lot of times. But no, not everyone likes each other. But for the most part, everyone gets along and everyone, the mission is the same for everyone, which is just to keep the station going and being able to support Freeform Radio and keep that going as well. So in that sense, we do get along. Do you remember any of the tasks that you had to do initially when you were a volunteer? Yes. I used to have to stuff envelopes a lot, and I used to update the live concert guide that we had online. I think those were the two first things I started to do. Lots of stuffing envelopes. Very good. Lots of folding t-shirts. I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure. Right on. Michelle, as, as I mentioned, you wear a lot of hats now at WFMU. In, in addition, you work, I assume, a full-time job. Uh, and in, yeah. in addition to that, you, you do graphic design and you, you make beautiful ceramics. At, oh, thank you. At, you're welcome. And that's at, at Twin Flame Ceramics. And I'll put a link to that in the show's description so so listeners can check it out. When did thank you start you. start making ceramics? Oh, I've been an artist my whole life. I went to art school. Um, so I make a lot of drawings. I make like really OCD drawings with mechanical pencils of flowers they're contemporary botanical illustrations i guess i would call them i'm doing one now about the donner party that's really cool yeah i remember you'd mentioned that i can i can only yeah. imagine i think i think you 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 mentioned the reference to to what you were doing and i, I was tempted to look it up but i, I thought like i don't want to spoil it for myself i kind of want to see what you come up with oh well right. <laughs> um so yeah i've been doing my sculpture or my ceramics are more sculptural they're not really that functional i mean mm -hmm. i can make a cup but normally i just make like weird ceramic sculptures or vases or very organic shaped things but yeah if i didn't make art i don't i i'm one i just have to make art i'm just it sounds lame but i'm no, an artist and i have to make things you're compelled i i understand i i write a book every year and i'm it's a compulsion See, there you go. So it's absolutely. like i have no choice so yeah. i will well just go with it yeah, you gotta stay busy and obviously you like to stay busy yeah i it's all it's it's not good i need to learn how to relax a little bit yeah <laughs> well it's appreciated by myself for sure and, and i'm sure other listeners there who love what you do um michelle this has been so much fun i really and, and you are a busy person i i i sincerely uh, appreciate you taking time out of your day uh, especially on your weekend day to to talk with me this has been so much fun Thank you, and thank you so much for asking me. It was very flattering to be asked to be on the oh, podcast. Oh, no, no, believe me, I'm, I'm a huge fan. I, 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 I told the listeners, you know, I, I didn't mention your name because I was still waiting to, to, to make sure that we it was going to happen, but I told my listeners how, how much of a spaz I was on the phone with you. Like, <laughs> I was just so excited to talk to you. I, and, and, uh, and I, I, again, I really appreciate your time today. This has been a lot of fun. Thank you. You're welcome.
This has been episode 161 of the People Are the Enemy podcast. Our theme song is Walrus Love by Nokia Ocean. You can find that song and more at pizzapuppies.bandcamp.com. My name is Andy Mascoli. You can purchase my novels via Amazon and other online book retailers in both paperback and ebook formats for as little as $1.99. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you, Michelle with one L from WFMU. This was so much fun. We love you. Thank you. Peace. <laughs>